Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here in West Loop, downtown Chicago. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guy, Big Dave. Bow! Bow! BAWL Sports. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Our guy, Willie Go Gottlieb, still on vacay out in Cali, but happy to have him in Will's seat today joining us in studio. Bulls contributor for the Bigs. Y'all know them. On Tap Sportsnet. Y'all know them. Shout out to that crew. Also recently added to that list of great Bulls content, joining our guy Matt Gentile as the co-host of the Rebuildable Podcast. Shout out Bulls Pod Shout family. Out. Please welcome to the studio the one, the only, Drew Stevens. <laughs> what up, dude? Hey, man. I'm just happy to be here, man. Happy to be here with y'all, man. It's crazy being on this side of it, but yeah. I, I love it. I can dig it. I get used to this. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome here anytime. I like Appreciate how Matt told him he's already in the tall man talking ball crew. That's right. You know what I mean? He is there. I saw you walk in, and I saw uh-huh. Drew walking behind you. I was like, oh, shit, Drew's tall. <laughs> he's like, he's tall. Nope. He's a little taller. Tie goes, man. Can we get I, a, three on, a three-man unit going Oh, on? look. Yes, absolutely. Drew on the squad? Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Ah, my ankle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> going down. That's my excuse every time. Because I know I got Ayo the sumo suit <laughs> waiting in the wings. Ah, give me Drew and Ayo on the squad, and you want Matt. Yes, yeah. You, you need this guy on the yes, squad, sir. dog. Listen, he's... Somebody got to commit the fouls. Oh, yeah. Oh. Somebody got to get the rebounds. I'll get a couple of fra- flagrants. Yes. And then, and then you guys are on your own. <laughs> Everybody has a role. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Everybody out there at Bulls Nation, if you aren't already, follow Drew on Twitter at Look What Drew Did. Also follow all them folks that he does content for, the yes. Bigs on Tap Sportsnet and the Rebuildable Pod. Um, let's, uh, so we'll get to the, the big rumor of the day that, uh, is Christian Wood and a mm-hmm. report that came out of LA times a little bit later on, but just wanted to start by getting drew some of y'all, uh, some of your thoughts on what we've seen with this bulls off season, um, modest free agency moves. What did you make of the fact that instead of making a big swing, breaking up this core, it started with re-signing Vooch, re-signing Kobe, and then adding to that these complimentary pieces in Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. Mm-hmm. I mean, given what we heard from the front office, the fact that they, their intentions were never to make a big swing this mm-hmm. offseason, I think we got to be happy as Bulls fans or Bulls observers with what they were able to do. For the longest period of time, we've been talking about how they needed to get better from 6 to 9, 6 to 10. And mm-hmm. I think they did that by kind of pushing the roster down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't have to depend on Kobe White as much, or you don't have to ask Alex Caruso to guard up so many positions or, mm-hmm. or take 
some of the same matchups maybe that Patrick Williams does. Mm -hmm. So I think it, it definitely helps. I think the fact that they were able to get Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, mm -hmm. two guys who won't compromise their defense but should boost their outside shooting. Mm -hmm. I mean, what else could you really ask for? Yeah. Um, again, given the fact that we knew coming into this offseason that the plan wasn't to try to make some type of home run swing. It's a dangerous question to ask Bulls fans. Hypothetically, what more could you ask for? That's <laughs> just true. In my experience. True. <laughs> He's bringing in logic. Some just of them can't still think we're getting Dame somehow. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Just, this is, yeah, it's sadly true. Uh, which, what, what do you think, between those two guys, what is the immediate impact they, they can bring uh, to this team? And I'm, Let me start with Torrey Craig. Like, what do you think is his immediate impact that could be on this squad? Wow, I think – I think it starts in training camp mm. and being able to push Patrick Williams possibly mm. for that starting four position mm. and just to have that type of competition. Um, not only Torrey Craig, but Javon Carter as well. Yeah. I think training camp is lining up to be the most competitive we've seen or should we should see from the Bulls since this group has been together, which I think is only going to make this team better, uh, should make them stronger. Mm. But again, he's a solid veteran, solid role player, can knock down some shots can guard pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, we heard DeMar DeRozan talk about how well that Torrey, Gray, Torrey Craig guards him in the past. He so um, I think some of the same things that Pat brings to the table with just more experience. Okay. More experience. Yeah. Do, do you have a preference? As, if it is an open competition in training camp, do you have a preference on who wins those spots? You know, people have talked about Javon versus Kobe, maybe giving Kobe another shot at that starting point guard spot. And then as you mentioned – the who's who starts at the four, whether it's Pat Williams or Torrey Craig, the other newcomer. We saw Billy Donovan shift older down the stretch last season after the All Star break. The thing that they're hanging their hats on. Well, look, we went fourteen and nine with Pat Bev, and we put Caruso back in the starting lineup. They, I, I would not be surprised to see Billy uh, lean towards vets again and have the younger guys, whether it be Pat, Kobe, Io, if he comes back, coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. What do you want to see? So. Given what you just said, I never really thought Kobe White was going to be the the, the starting point guard, at least not from the onset. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, we had to wait to see what type of uh, acquisitions they would make. Mm -hmm. But I think for sure, I'm leaning towards Javon Carter starting at the one. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, I think Patrick Williams, mm -hmm. just to keep the spacing as ideal as possible around the big three. Mm -hmm. um, but I, again, I would just like to see Torrey Craig be able to push Patrick Williams and have him have to compete for that spot. Even yeah. though coming into to last season, we saw that Billy Donovan was kind of flirting with the idea of starting Javante Green. He but was. I don't think Green pushed Williams the same way that Craig should mm -hmm. uh, when training camp starts. So, um, yeah, man, it's just – I think that's the starting five. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if Craig got the nod over Patrick Williams either because I do think that there is some good chemistry between him and Kobe White in that second unit. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's all about just trying to do the best you can to support the Rosen and Levine and Vucevic, mm -hmm. why not keep the spacing um, as best as you can? Yeah, I think that's one of the lineups, uh, the one with uh, Tory in it, that you'll be seeing like in the fourth quarter or something like that. Um, I think you'll definitely see that because you brought up a point. I, I, that's a great point I didn't even think of was him pushing Patrick um, because Tory's a dog. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like Tory yes. is a dog. And he's not just going to come in here and just sit by, sit on the side. You know, he's going to come in and really try to compete and get this job, like, for real, and take it from him. And so, like, you talked about his defense against DeMar. Like, imagine his defensive practice against Patrick then. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think as much as we'll learn about Torrey and see if he'll be the starter, we'll also learn even more 
about Pat, man, because everybody always questions his mental. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, is you tough enough? Can you out there and handle it? Well, you about to find out every day in practice, bro. For yeah. real. I think I think something that'd be equally, if not more, interesting is to see what happens down the stretch of games in crunch time. Does mm-hmm. Caruso automatically get that spot? Mm. Or do you see Billy kind of experiment a little bit? Um, so that's something else I'm kind of keeping my eye on. I know Will, the last time he was on with you guys, kind of dropped a little bit of a bomb in the, in the fact that <laughs> um, he thought that Caruso would be into that three-man kind of race for the starting four spot. And I get where he's coming from, but I just, I just think P. Will or Torrey Craig would be better served in that starting group. Um, again, who finishes games might mm-hmm. be different, but that starting group, yeah. again, you, just, you, you have to be able to – open up the floor for those guys um, in a way that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. I mean, whether it's Javante or Alex, we know that Billy loves starting guys who are six foot four at that power <laughs> forward position. And, and a lot of Bulls fans say, you know, well, that's, uh, that is a direct criticism of Patrick Williams, not developing enough to earn that starting spot. And, and like, that's, that's sort of, you know, uh, the two-sided coin there as far as what I as a Bulls fan want to see because I think Torrey Craig – is going to help this Bulls team a lot. Like, I think he was a solid addition, and he probably should start. But for those of us who still believe in Patrick Williams and his eventual development, parentheses, he's still only 21! (laughs) Does it, like, does, you know, continuing to build some chemistry with Kobe in that reserve role help his development enough? Or is it about getting more minutes and playing against more starting caliber players to, to further push him to get better. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, there's a needle there for Billy Donovan and Patrick Williams to thread, mm-hmm. um, which is a great point. I don't, I don't know, man. It's just kind of that, that two paths they've been, they've been going on since they drafted P-Will and, and, and acquired Nikola Vucevic. Like, you're trying to develop him to be a certain type of player, but he can't really be that if he's playing next to these three wildly – you know, developing young talent yeah. while trying to be competitive with an older veteran laden team. Yes. yes. They are very hard to do simultaneously. This yes. is true. And the opportunities he's going to get in that second unit is not going to be the same right. with the starting group. Unless maybe you say that he maybe starts on the bench mm-hmm. and he gets more comfortable doing things and he stops thinking about, oh, I have to defer to these guys. Mm-hmm. So when he's in that group with those three, he just goes for it. Yeah. And, and he's aggressive and um, – he just takes the bull by the horns, no yeah. pun intended. Hey, I like that. <laughs> we can <laughs> intend it. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm interested to see why, how Pat just really truly responds to that kind of adversity, you know, because I feel like his, he's going to be on a short leash. Like, that's honestly just kind of how it feels to me. Like, if he still comes out like he did uh, last season, I don't think Billy's going to hesitate because now he actually has people behind him. You know, before – you can hesitate a little bit because you had Javante back there. You know, he's going to get hurt sometime. You had Caruso back there who can play defense, but, again, he's, you know, 6'4". Mm-hmm. So he can't guard, let's say, Kevin Garnett or something. You know what I mean? So it gave him a little more leeway to take his time to get there. It feels like that time is running low. And plus, money is coming up now. Like, you know, his contract is going to be up soon. So he'll be playing for some cash, too. So it's a lot on the line for Pat. Yes, I still believe in Pat. Yes, I think he's dope. That dude is tremendously skilled. It's just all mental for me right now with Patrick Williams, bro. Like, everything is mental. So, 
Again, please give me a check, Bulls. I will sit on the sideline and yell positive affirmations at this dude all day long. <laughs> I did it when yeah. I was there, and you saw what happened. I saw. You saw what happened, You dog. spooked Pat into <laughs> getting his ass in gear. <laughs> you and his dad young, that's all. Yes, that's it. I was going up the night that night, yeah. sir. Yes, I was. I was yeah. his dad, bro, but I did it. But I'm interested to watch it because Tory Craig is legit. You know what I mean? As far as being in that starting position and knowing where to play, you know, and playing with a great team. You know what I mean? Like, that's also part of it as well. And so having him and DeMar, like, they might know each other a little bit because they battled. Having him with Zach. So it's going to be interesting to see, man. It's it going to be interesting. Uh, so we got some Bulls fans in the chat uh, chiming in with their thoughts. Miles saying the Bulls need more size. A 6'7 starting power forward is concerning, if you're referring to uh, Torrey Craig there. I mean, in today's NBA, I mean – Take the average of every starting power forward across all 30 teams. Yeah. I guarantee you it can't be a whole lot much more than 6-7. Seriously, bro. Like, it's why, like, Kawhi, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, those kind of guys, like, that's who's at the yeah. fore right now. Uh, so. Eco Bean saying, if P-Will lets Tory beat him out in crunch time, trade P-Will ASAP. There's, Not in crunch time. There's a take. It's different. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's different. Mon the starting lineup is where I would be concerned if Tory Craig comes in and takes his job. Mm -hmm. Like, that, I will be concerned with that, like, for real. Meanwhile, Anthony thinks Pat, Will, and Kobe being a solid duo off the bench is good. Maybe also with Drummond, AC, and possibly Terry. Uh, just Call Me ID thinks, I feel, all vets in the starting lineup. Yeah. Youth coming off the bench. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, meanwhile, shout out to Drew's co-host of the Rebuildable Pod, Matt hey, Gentile. Hey, up with a super chat up? in the comments saying, ooh, this is a great question. Who should the Bulls sign to a roster spot, Javon Freeman Liberty or Drew Stevens? Mm. <laughs> I think Drew has more height and mm. length. I, I mean, I, I haven't seen Drew's game yet, so I'm not going to knock it. We just, I know the IQ is tight. His, <laughs> we were just about his skill before he came on and started this show. Look, the IQ is tight and the hairline is strong. Like that, you man, that man on the floor, hey, all right? Drew. Give that man a shot. What's also true is that Dave and I just watched Javon Freeman Liberty ball out in Vegas oh, yes. last week. He ball yes. clean but out. What do you think about what we saw in, in uh, those summer league games, Drew? Whether it's what you saw from Javon or Dale and Terry's ups and downs or – the the kid additions of Julian Phillips and Adama Sanogo, like what stood out to you in those summer league games? Wow, man. Um, I would probably say I would take JFL's performance mm -hmm. over Dalen Terry's struggles. Mm -hmm. I think he played just that good. He did. Uh, obviously, getting that that second team nod for um, summer league team. Mm -hmm. Just the way that he he plays, just all around, man. Being able to handle the ball, he just looked comfortable. Mm -hmm. I think that he earned himself a spot. Um, two-way or otherwise. I just don't know if it's going to be with the Bulls. I think mm -hmm. that Ayo and what happens with him will play a, a, a great role in what happens there. That's true. There is a part of me, though, and I love, you know, the G League MVP, Carly Jones, but if it comes down to those two, <laughs> I would think you got to go with JFL if for nothing, yeah. if for no other reason than just the height, you know, yeah. and I yeah. hate to do that because I don't, I don't want to I don't want to sit up here and, and discredit Carly Jones because no, he's, he's a shorter player, but JFL played tremendous, man. Yeah, and I, and I think also with that is the Bulls at that point guard position kind of have, what, three or four guys already there. You know what I mean? So f for him to actually be on the floor and get an opportunity would be a struggle. Whereas with JFL, you know, with his height, he could be the two. You could cheat him at the three as well. So he may get that opportunity. I'm not saying he's going to get in there as much as Carleek is. I'm just saying the opportunities will be better for him to play if, if he does get on there. But where do you see this happening for JFL? Do you see it with the Bulls? Do you think he'll get this contract with the Bulls? Or do you see another team coming in and trying to take him? 
I'm a little skeptical of, of the Bulls being able to do it. Just again, like you said, because of their roster construction. Um, still don't know what's going on with Terry, Terry Taylor. Yeah, I'm, oh, I keep forgetting I'm, about him. I'm yes. worried about a team like Toronto or Miami yeah. scooping him up. That's, no, that's, that's kind of my fear. No, that's kind of my fear, man. God, don't you do it? Uh, <laughs> don't you? Hey, you do know it. Miami's really good at that. It's all <laughs> taking our leftovers and turning into stars. <laughs> Our uh, guy throwing ahead in the comments, speaking of, said JFL showed he could play uh, in the league. It would be a shame to see him go to Miami. Why do you even have to bring that up? Seriously, man. Don't say that. Don't do this. We're still getting over Max Struess over here, okay? <laughs> I'm over that. <laughs> Congratulations getting your money, Max. Yes. Good job, bro. Yes. Congratulations, man. And you know what? I, I can make peace with Even the fact that he's coming to the Bulls division oh and we have to face him more often. I'll be fine. <laughs> it's better than him being in Miami. Yeah, I'll be fine. To hell with the heat always. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't know if you guys... <laughs> I don't know. Steven knows that I love him while hating the heat. Yeah, I know. Both I just want to make sure he heard true. it. I just want to make sure he heard it. I don't know clear. if you guys... Did you see this tweet from Javon earlier today? Javon oh, I did. Liberty? I did see that. Yeah, it was yeah. like early afternoon today. He just tweeted, thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, hands together emoji. And I was like, I don't know if that was just a general... Right. Thank you, Lord, because, right. you know, JFL was feeling good today. No wrong and with wanted that. to thank the Lord for it. Or right. a lot of Bulls fans in the comments were immediately like, oh, my God, he got a contract. <laughs> what? Bulls <laughs> fans reacting? <laughs> I, I saw that, and, and my response was, side eye emoji? <laughs> yeah. I hope that's what it means, though, honestly, because he, he deserves it, man. The growth from last year to this year was very evident. Like, it leaped off the floor when you're sitting there watching, even on, on your TV screen or you're sitting there watching live, you just were like, damn. Yeah. And I think the one thing that stood out to me most is he creates his own shot. He didn't have that previously like that consistently, I mean. This year in the summer league, it's, when he would get to that right side of the floor on the elbow, that he was pulling that jumper. That's what was happening. Or he was going to the bucket. Like, he was getting his own shot off. And that's hard to find on the Bulls team right about now. They don't have guys that create their own shot. I mean, Zach Levine, DeMar, and Kobe. Kobe. You know what I mean? Then, then where do you go? Those you know what I mean? Secondary playmakers. Exactly, yeah. exactly, man. You want it to be Pat, but it isn't there yet. But, yeah, I don't think you get rid of a guy who created his own shot and shoot the three like he does and show the athleticism as well, Smith. I agree, man. I agree. Um, I'm all about living a life of gratitude. So yes, maybe sir. he was just doing that just to do it. But I feel like. That's symbolic of him maybe getting a getting a maybe a guaranteed contract. Maybe not even just a two way with somebody. We will wait and see like everybody else. But maybe he's just not on Twitter every day, and it was a delayed appreciation <laughs> from hearing that he had made all summer league second team. Like, That's true. Could could be that. Could be that. But yeah, I my immediate reaction was to call or to text Will to be like, do you know anything? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on with JFL? Tell us, Goats. I, I am very curious. I think most Bulls fans are to figure out who gets that third two-way spot and yeah, if man. it's going to be JFL. And some Bulls fans even want him to take one of the last 15-man roster spots. Yeah. Wondering, especially if the Bulls are going to stick to the plan of staying under that luxury tax th threshold and filling out the last one or two spots on this roster with veteran minimum scale deals. Um, you know, Carly Jones, you mentioned him a minute ago. He's still up in the air. The Bulls could, you know, say goodbye to him if they wanted to free up one more roster spot. But, um, yeah, to, uh, to me, that was, that was the biggest thing about Summer League that you watched and thought, well, that's interesting. Yeah. When you look, yeah. when you look for anything to be excited or interested or curious about yeah. in these Summer League games where, let's be honest, the overall level of basketball quality mm -hmm. compared to watching NBA games, you're like, yeah. oof. And he did it in a way where nobody was really looking for him. Mm -hmm. You know, like when we talked about it before it started, 
and the three players I named, like, he wasn't one of those players, you know? Okay. He was not somebody I was just coming in like, oh, <laughs> let me see what Javon is going to do today. And he came in and said, no, you're going to have to watch me. Because after the first game, you were like, oh, okay. And then the second game, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> the third <laughs> game, like, whoa, okay, wait a minute. Yeah, we need to have a discussion, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I, I um, I love Al Sumo, man. Obviously, hometown kid. Facts. Um, but if, if for some reason it didn't work out here and you could slide JFL in there, um, I just wonder – how much you maybe lose. And I know mm. I know Javon was not playing against the same level of competition. Fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aldo Sumu has played, has started more games than he's come off the bench for in his career. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've seen him have a, a fantastic uh, freshman season. But I just, you know, just the, the offensive capabilities that Javon has, mm. it, 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 it makes you, your mind wander. Like what, what can happen here? What, what are the possibilities um, for him moving yeah. forward? What can he do against every day NBA players, as opposed to guys who are trying to get on with a team. That's true. Again, no, no, no shades to Io, man. No, he in the rafters, brother. Like, we, <laughs> exactly. we got number no love for exactly. Io. Serious, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> right next to the Summer League Championship banner. Uh, <laughs> oh, the hate. <laughs> yeah, we got to take our first break here. It's renewable and rechargeable. I'm going to throw a caution flag, but also a little applause your way. Uh, <laughs> speaking of our next talking point, renewable caution. rechargeable <laughs> review said Toronto needs to get wood. If they want Dick to prosper, <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> well done. This, this is a family program. Come on now. How dare you, sir? Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about this uh, this interesting cr- Christian Wood report coming up after the break. While we share these words from our friends and sponsors, do us a favor. Show our guy Drew Stevens here some love by hitting that thumbs up button. Do that. Thank you to all 150 plus y'all hanging out watching us. Live on uh, this Wednesday afternoon. Appreciate Only 30-some likes. Yeah. Let's get those numbers closer together. Give Drew some thumbs. That's it. Please. He please. deserves that. Please. He's earned that. This man needs some thumbs. Hit him. <laughs> and uh, if you aren't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button as well to get those alerts every time we go live on a fresh CHGO Bulls. Big Dave. Beer. Mm. That's why we're here. Hello. Damn that rhyme. This is why we up in here, man. Steven likes beer. I, <laughs> Steven I, loves beer. Steven loves, Steven loves beer. beer. Excuse me. I watched him do the 999 challenge. In seven innings. That was impressive. That's, what, nine hot dogs, nine beers, and in nine innings, right? Nine innings, yeah, and $154, beers. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, hurt, what hurt most, your pockets or your stomach? Ooh, good question. Oof. I'm going to say pockets. Yeah, it's probably the pockets. <laughs> yeah, because he's insane. His diet yeah. is crazy, bro. <laughs> like, he's, he's something else. He would have consumed all that anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> you were not at the ballpark. I'm like, oh, this was a challenge? I didn't right. realize that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a challenge. It's a Tuesday. That's right. Man. And again, in seven innings. <laughs> seven. This man is a beast, ladies and gentlemen. Bonkers. But also, he loves Goose Island Beer Company. Honk. That's where he gets that awesome beer from. Honk, honk is how it goes. CHGO ah, supported. Ah. There it is. Goose Island Beer Company, y'all. The beers that you love and the beers that you need. They got that Goose Island IPA. You see them holding it up. You, give, you know why? Vanna White couldn't even. That's right. But Matt can. And you know why? Because it's a six-time champion. And Matt only messes with champions. It's high rolls, baby. Six-time champion at the Great American Beer Fest. Also, the Tropical Beer Hug, which I like to call the Herb Lawrence. Because I watched him chug three the of them things, bro. Three. <laughs> Chugged them. I saw it. It's insane. 9.9% alcohol. I watched him do this in, what, under a minute? Yeah. I think like 40 seconds. 40 seconds? Yeah, dog. Look, come on, dog. Pour him down one at a time. It, it was amazing. He was still Harder standing. than the 999 challenge. <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't, I don't know. No. That's harder? 
Oh, well, he that said it. That is a lot harder. <laughs> All right. He said it. He said it. That's what it is. Also, the 312 Wheat Ale. And, of course, Matt Knight's favorite, the Full Pocket Pilsner. Oh, I miss those. Oh, please the everyday bring us more beer. Juice. Yes, please. I want more pills. It's the everyday beer. It's what the brewers are drinking and what the people who drink what the brewers are drinking are also drinking. Yes. Figure that one out. So, don't do that. Just drink some beer. <laughs> and you can drink it <laughs> at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park. Or... You can hit that tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. Either one, you're going to be happy. You're going to have a great time. Because it's the Goose Island Beer Company. It's Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. Boom. They need to get some more of that out in Cali, according to our guy Zach. I'm trying to get Zach. Yeah, yesterday's episode, there, we had our guy Zach Gilbert on. Seriously. Was disappointed with the lack of distribution of Goose out there on the West Coast. Said it was ass. That's what he said. It was ass. I mean, here's what it is. How, hey, matter of fact, you know what? I'll let you do this ad, but I have a question for Steven. I mm-hmm. need to do your thing. I need to do your thing. Oh, after. Okay. Yeah, after you do your thing. Foco! <laughs> Chicago sports fans, you've already got your coverage uh, for your, all of your favorite teams right here at CHGO. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around, aside from the CHGO merch locker itself, Facts. of course, Facts. with the hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between from our friends at Foco.com. It is baseball season. Mm-hmm. It is July 19th. Just sounds like summer, which sounds like <laughs> baseball. So before the game, during the game, after the game, you know what you need. You need the Aloha shirts, the straw hats, the polos, the bags, everything that Chicagoans need to, in the most silly of ways, embrace summertime weather and baseball. Plus, shout out to them for providing us with lots of our awesome set decorations here at our CHGO studios. They showed us that love. Show them that love, and they'll show it to you right back with that discount code, promo code CHGO. You're getting 10% off your order at checkout. Mm-hmm. One more time, that's foco.com, F-O-C-O.com, or click the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube. For all non-presale items, use that promo code CHGO at checkout mm. for 10% off your order. Mm. Awesome. See, I wanted to ask you, man, uh, after you got the approval from Zach that you all do look alike, what, what, what was the next move for you when you went home? Oh, I was dead serious. I put that on my dating app. <laughs> did you actually put it on your dating I'll profile? I'll prove it to you after the show. I really did it. <laughs> QB1. Matt Saracen confirmed that we do, in fact, share certain physical traits. I want to know if this is going to work, though. Like, this is what I need to do. So far, nothing. Okay. It's it's only been a day. It's only been a day. I was starting to worry I was ugly that he said I look like him. I'm like, no, that's not it. That's not it. (laughs) I mean, we're we're our guy, Zach, uh, not a happily married man already. I would say he could do the same thing. And say, hey, I, I've heard that I look like Stephen Nicholas on yeah. his dating profile. He, I, I don't think that would work for him either. <laughs> <laughs> but he did say, you know, you can use it any way you want. You say, you want to say I'm a family member? All that, however you want to do it. He got your back, man. That's a bro right there. That's my guy now. Looking out yeah. for you. I like it. I like it, man. We'll see. I'm going to check back in with you in like a week. We're going to see how it look. We're going to see how it go, man. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> shout out to Foco and our friends at Goose. Shout out to Steven for having that. I, I mean, I would like... To see his dating profile, just because. Oh, sure, I want to see this. I'm sure, it's just matches on matches on matches. I need to see this, though. I've never really looked and, at like dating profiles. Young, that's a young man's game. The whole yeah. dating profile. Life. I've never been on one, bro. I need to see. It, this. My, my app is really uninspiring, guys. I don't. I, what's you're it me off. What's it supposed just, to inspire? I mean, I'm not getting enough matches. Ladies, come on now. <laughs> this man is handsome. Here? This man is cut. This man on, has on a nice, clean, fresh pair of shoes. He obviously has a disposable income because <laughs> he spent $154 you, yeah. on hot dogs do, and beer. Do you have a picture of yourself doing the 999 challenge on your dating app? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, Get that. There is there. a photo, but I would never use it. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. <laughs> picture of Steven just double fisting hot dogs. It's me wearing that nacho helmet that's up there. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, you well, think. Matt said it works. It separates you from the crowd. 
<laughs> I mean, listen to it. Makes me stand out from the crowd, but not in the right way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Be just like your boy Jimmy Butler. Well, shout out because he got Shakira now. So shout out to yeah, him. Yeah, good for him. Shout out, bro. That's a win. That's a win there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a W. I can't be mad at him <laughs> on that. Shout out to him, Jimmy Butler. Uh, speaking <laughs> of shout God. out, shout out to uh, uh, Karan. Karan, uh, in the comments, who said, Big Bulls fan all the way from Barbados. Hey, shout out. Shout out. That might bro. be a new one. Shout out, all the, man. All the Bulls fans all over the world, people throwing comments from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that may be the first time I've heard Barbados. What about uh, you? No, that is the first time. Right? But I am excited right now because Drew's here because he gets to see Shirtless Wonder. Oh. The guy all, I talk about all the time Ooh. who's wow. over here. Just Every a- show. Drew, he's here. Just took a deep drag Look at him here. Oh, is my that, God. Are you sure that's not Evan Fournier? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm saying. I'm saying, man. Dude. Are you sure? He does have I'm solid not, Evan Fournier I'm, I'm, I'm characteristics. Not, I'm not sure. You're absolutely right. I am not sure at all. You know what I mean? He, he pops out every day. <laughs> Every day on our time. And it's always our time. It's always on our time, dog. All of the out. times Evan Fournier has been connected to the Bulls in all various trade rumors. Mm-hmm. He's just been chilling out across the alley from us this whole time. We could have had him on and everything, man. Oh, man I promise did you, you. Did you guys see that column from that like European, uh, that, that French uh, media outlet talking to Evan Fournier? And he was like, F this, F that. The yeah. Knicks suck. Derek and I hated it here this past season. <laughs> Dude, yeah, me and Derek looked at each other like, and Derek and Vip was like, yo, bro, oh, hey. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, man, come on now, relax. You know what I'm saying? What would you say you do here? <laughs> we'll see. Um, all right, guys, let's talk about the most interesting thing going around uh, Bulls and NBA uh, rumor mills earlier today. It came out of the LA Times, and the LA Times uh, sports journalist Dan Woik, I believe is how you say his name, In case you missed it, here is what he had to say. According to sources familiar with the team's free agent pursuits, but not authorized to speak publicly, the Bulls are suddenly viewed as a potential threat that could keep the Lakers from landing Christian Wood. The reason Chicago recently got a $10.2 million player exception because of Lonzo Ball's knee injury that's expected to keep him out this season. Mm. The Bulls can use some or all of that money to acquire a player via trade or sign a player to a one-year free agent deal. Christian Wood is a name that has come around Bulls circles before this report from the LA Times this morning. Some in favor, some not. I feel like we even touched on Christian Wood recently in an episode not too long ago this offseason yeah. because he was one of those names that's still out there. What do we think about this, Drew? What do, we, what, what do you think? Are, yay or nay in just the general idea of bringing Christian Wood in, a big who can stretch the floor? I can't, I can't even go yeah and there. It's more like somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the middle, man, because it's, it's plus and minus everything in life, right? Mm-hmm. So in that, in that column, in that article, um, it was pointed out that Christian Wood is one of three players, Carl Anthony Towns and Christos Porzingis being mm-hmm. the other two, um, who have ever averaged 16 and a half points, seven rebounds, and one and a half made threes on 37% shooting for a season multiple times. Mm. So the offense is there. The mm-hmm. offense is there. The defense, we know that's a huge question mark. But then the other concern would be this reputation he has around the league, the fact that he's played for seven teams in seven seasons. Yeah, that's man. a beer sleeve, y'all. And I've, <laughs> I've, I've heard some things, man, um, that just don't lend itself to him being a great locker room guy, mm. him leaning more toward being more of a cancer. Maybe yeah. if, if, if he were to accept the one-year one year deal and know that the rest of his career is kind of – hinged on what he did with that deal, mm-hmm. 
But I mean, it, it doesn't hurt to be interested. They should be interested, you know, given the, given right. the lack of size and and uh, they can, they can always use more three point shooting. And a one year yeah. prove it deal is all the Bulls can offer him if they're yeah. trying to use the DPE to do so. Yeah. And it's so interesting with him, man. Like, I, I was on the no side. And, but you're right. It's closer to being, like, middle because you see where he fits. You get it. You see the 17. You see the rebounding. You see the 37 from three. You know what he can do. And bringing that off your bench helps you. It gives you that depth also. And just give Billy Donovan more options. We get that. And, but the defense, oh, my God, it's, it, no. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. But you could probably mask that on a team that's a top five defense. That got better defensively getting Toy Craig and Javon Carter. So you can hide that on some plays. But I guarantee you, when Bulls fans see him play teams, they're going to lose their mind watching it. And they're going to, oh, get this guy out of here. You know, you know how that goes. Yeah, yeah, the way they talk about Vooch, you know, yeah, those, that's what I'm those, saying. Those, right. those two right. guys had about 68.1% defensive field goal percentage at the rim. So, wow. I mean, and diff- different amount of attempts. Correct, still. correct, correct. And Vooch is a better – I think he's a better defender for what he does. Yeah. For all the slander that Vooch has taken from Bulls fans about his defense over the last few years, I mean, he was the starting center all 82 games yeah. for a team that had an elite defense last year. Five. Um, <laughs> and Christian Wood, like, yes, he has these occasional highlight reel blocks – that people like ooh and ah at, but his actual like defensive technique, his defensive skills mm-hmm. are lacking in a lot of ways. The, the thing you brought up, Drew, about the things you hear around the NBA rumor mill of his personality, his team chemistry issues, the fact that he has not found a long-term home, but rather has played for seven teams spanning his seven seasons. There were a couple interesting tidbits in that same column from the LA Times that Certainly made me raise an eyebrow. Mm. Uh, this uh, from uh, that columnist for the LA, Dan White, uh, uh, White saying, uh, there seems to be a disconnect between what Wood thinks of his place in the league mm-hmm. and how the league as a whole views him. Mm-hmm. There are related concerns about his professionalism. That goes to you saying, you know, is he even okay with serving a bench role yeah. on a team? Does he want to buy into that? And then this was one anonymous NBA source was quoted in that LA Times column saying this. If LeBron James can get him to toe the line, him being Christian Wood, it cements LeBron as the greatest player of all time. That's how hard it is. I mean, that is some gross hyperbole (laughs) to make a point about Christian Wood being a bad locker room guy. (laughs) It's hilarious. But it's... It, I mean, it's striking. It's the LA Times. Remember this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> go, go ahead, Drew. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's something that you have to be weary of, I think, obviously. And, and the fact that there hasn't been anybody that really commits to him yet mm. is another maybe red flag out there. Correct. Um, if the Bulls were to make this happen, you, you wonder what – will become of Andre Drummond's minutes. Mm, would you okay. even be able to put him, even though he can play the four and the five, does it really make sense to throw him in lineups with, with Vooch or Drummond? Mm-hmm. Or just to kind of strictly keep him at the five and maybe alongside Patrick or Torrey Craig, like or you said before, somebody lineup. that can mm-hmm. kind of help him defensively. You know? That's true. That's true. And, and it, it makes me think about uh, that clip that ran around in the summer league of Andre Drummond. Talk, I don't remember who he was speaking to, but he was talking about what NBA teams are looking for and what they want. Like they don't care about the buckets you score and the rebound. Are you a good teammate? Are you a good person? Are you, can you do it in this locker room? It's what he talked about because he talked about, dude, I went from making $100 million to you know, getting a, a minimum contract, bro. And he's right. It was because a lot was because of his attitude. 
You know, it was not good around the league. His attitude just wasn't well-liked, and, and it wasn't thought of as being a real good one around the league. And you see where he is right now to the point we all thought he was 35. When he came in here, we're like, bro, you ain't even 30? Like, yeah. we were shocked that it was I mean, like he's that. He's been in the league since 2015. Yes, yeah, and and people yeah. got on, um, <laughs> I know, shout out, I got John Sabine. He hated Jason Kidd for putting him on the bench, Christian Wood on the bench. Mm-hmm. And I kept telling him, bro, it has to be a reason. Like, he's just not going to put 17 right. points on the bench for no mm-hmm. reason. Like, it's something going for on. For the record, Sabine is in favor of the Bulls signing him. Yes, he is. He, I, I did that little video earlier today just asking Bulls fans, do you want Christian Wood or no? And he's like, by the way, yes. overwhelmingly, the answer from Bulls fans on Twitter was, yeah, That's give, wild. give us Christian Wood. Including John Sabine. That's wild because they hate Vooch. Right. <laughs> it's wild to me, dog. Like, they – but anyway – it's 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 so strange, man. And hearing that kind of stuff you, you're saying, Drew, just gives me more pause about bringing this guy in and messing up the chemistry of this team. Because obviously the, the C word of continuity has been floating around forever. <laughs> so you want to bring in somebody who can disrupt that, who can't even help you defensively like that, and and will have to come off the bench, and he because he's not going to be the starter. I don't know, man. True. I mean, how bad does your rep have to be when it's very well known that you bring these types of things to the table offensively, but yet and still teams are just not willing to give you the amount of money you think you're worth yeah. or the amount of playing time you think you deserve. That's that's it, tough, man. He had it back-to-back is. seasons with the Rockets where he averaged 21-10 and 10 and 18-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. And the Rockets were like, bye. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Like, we good, dog. Alan in the comments said, also, what locker rooms are we talking about here? Detroit, Houston, second half of uh, Dallas season with Kyrie. I assume the point you're trying to make there is it's not like these are great locker rooms to begin with mm-hmm. where Christian Wood was seen as a problem. But it's a you, lot, you listed half of the yeah, seven bro. teams that have now told <laughs> Christian Wood, bye. Seven, bro? It's like the thing that people say sometimes is like every once in a while you run into an asshole on any random day. That's just part of life. There are assholes out there. Facts. If you run into an asshole... Every single day, <laughs> maybe you're the asshole. <laughs> Words of wisdom, kids. <laughs> Go tell your parents about it right now. Unky Matt, dropping that knowledge on you. <laughs> and I'm not calling Christian Wood an asshole. I've never met him personally. Right. Maybe he's a wonderful guy. Maybe. All accounts from what we have from NBA teams yeah. who keep showing him the door yeah. says no. And, and also what we've heard is he wants to be a starter. So he wants to come in and have a starting role on a team, bro. Like, you, you can't be talking like this and you still don't have no gig. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, this, it just doesn't work that way. Not and wrong. I hope he lands somewhere. But it, 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 it's really alarming, as you said. It's really alarming that we're getting this deep into it and teams are getting into training camp and all those things. And he still hasn't signed with anybody, man. So yeah. it's kind of alarming, especially a guy who is coveted. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you want guys of his prototype, you know, of his size, of his stature, that can shoot that way, that can be inside and out. You want that on your team. Like, teams are drafting that. They are passing up other people, like, just to draft a prototype yeah. of this kind of guy. And they're still like, Christian, what? Yeah, <laughs> we good, you know? <laughs> all, all that being said, though, if the Bulls can somehow convince him to take a vet men mm-hmm. and to not go to the Lakers where he would have, in theory, a bigger role. Yeah. Still, you still want to. Well, because that's the, yeah. I mean, does he want yeah. a bigger role? Yeah. For for real, or does he really just want the most money? Yeah. Which one is it? Because as uh, that columnist from the Times pointed out, all the Lakers have left to offer him at this point is the vet minimum. Yeah. Theoretically, and I, it's probably most of the reason why 
this LA Times columnist threw the Bulls in there as a possibility is because, oh, hey, the Bulls just got $10.2 million they could spend because yeah. of Alonzo Ball DPE. Meanwhile, over here in reality, in Chicago, <laughs> really bad. us Bulls fans know, okay, well, just because the Bulls have that 10.2 mil mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're going to spend it and offer it to Christian Wood or to any player in particular. And why is that? Well, because if they use most or all of it, come on, they're going into the luxury tax. There it is. <laughs> that's, that's like, you know, makes lots of this most likely a moot point. Yeah. If we believe the track record of this organization and its ownership group, which is, we're not paying the luxury tax for, oh, Christian Wood's really going to be the difference maker to take us from a 10th seed to top three in the East. And therefore, we will happily pay the luxury tax. Yeah. That is not the world we live in. That doesn't sound like the Bulls to me. (laughs) It's just what I'm saying. It doesn't sound like that. But I think you got to take a look at him. You know what I mean? If it's there and the money is right for it. Even though I don't want it, you still have to take a look at that, man. Yeah. yeah he's, he strengthens your team. Mm-hmm. Again, play the if game. Yeah. If, if he's committed, if, yeah. he's, if he's willing to buy in to, to what's going on here and to play possibly a lesser role. Mm-hmm. Does it, it helps, though. Does it also surprise you guys like P.J. Washington? You know, the names out there still being floated around? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not really sure what's going on with Charlotte, man. <laughs> Charlotte don't either. I'm not really either. sure, man. I feel like uh, MJ just kind of – on the way out, <laughs> like, uh, I could change my track record, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna leave y'all I'm leave, leave this consistent pattern here. Before That's right. I here, man. It gotta be me, man. Pass on Scoot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gotta be me. I gotta be me out here. You know what I mean? Gotta be myself. So I'm gonna keep being Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, Black Robin in the comments makes a good point here. I think if okay. you're the Bulls, you bring in Christian Wood and you talk to him. Sure. You see if he's a good fit. Then you make a decision if you want to sign him for a year. The Bulls are not good enough to just disregard talent. Completely agree. I fully agree with that statement. Yeah, absolutely. You got right. to do your due diligence. It's why, you know, even on a draft night like the one that just happened last month, knowing the Bulls don't have any draft picks, it's like you better hope that they were scouting everybody yeah. from pick one to pick 60. Yeah. Um, and the Bulls did end up trading into the second round and making a selection. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I agree. I think the Bulls should call up Christian Wood if he's interested to at least sit down, have a face-to-face, yeah. and make your decision based off of that. Yeah, you have to. Like you said, like, and like you were saying, like they're not in that position right now where they could just be that kind of picky. Like You've got to look at everybody. You've got to see what they could bring. Because, again, we see the fit, and that's the thing. You see where he can fit on this team and what he can do. And even you mention, mentioning him – in those lineups, they, he can actually be the guy you're sent on your small ball lineup. If you want to go that way, Absolutely. you could do it that way as well. So you see the options he can have and how you can play with it like that. But oh. yeah, well, if, if, if that was to happen, though, I think it would say just as much about the front office mm. as it did Christian Wood in terms of these guys keeping their foot on the gas yeah. and trying to strengthen the team and make this team as deep as possible and not just have these also-ran no disrespect, players at mm-hmm. the end of the bench who we know aren't really going to meaningfully contribute. You know, Again, the Bulls had uh, a crazy healthy season last year. Yes, they did. If they could get somebody like a Christian Wood, if he could be just an insurance policy, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. got to take a look. Got to take a look, man. Got to take a look. Uh, Nick Madrigal supporter junior in the comments Shout saying out. a Christian Wood signing would be terrible. Mm-hmm. If you sign him, it's to be a backup center. So... <laughs> 
sort of a mixed message. <laughs> We're not talking about signing him to be in the starting five. Yeah, man. Um, Colin asking, does Mo Cheeks have to spap a dude around? He meant slap. But spap sounds oh, better. Okay, the P and the L are next to yeah. each other on yeah. a QWERTY keyboard. I was about to ask you if young, cool kids these days have replaced the word slap with the word spap. You lucky I'm not a mean guy. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely, man. What? All the kids are spapping. Even if you had lied and confirmed to me that spap is the new cool slang the kids are using, I would not have started using it myself. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. You might have been in the situation. If you're like, hey, bro, hey, what I'm going to spap you, bro. Slash young slash, you know, thing have you taught to me that I have then actually started using? As opposed to just saying, thanks, Dave, for teaching me that. And then continuing on my merry way. <laughs> I don't hang out in your circle sometimes. I don't know. You might drop one on. I'm just saying, beer is flowing. The Goose Island's feeling good. You might drop out your voice, man. Yeah, Who knows? And Mo Cheeks might have to spap him. Might have to spap him. Might have to spap him. I don't know. Might have to spap him, though. <laughs> Judge Pappas. Oh, Judge Pappas. <laughs> we got to take our second break. We'll come back to wrap up with a few more thoughts, get to a few of, more, few more of y'all's comments uh, about Christian Wood. And if it's not Christian Wood, we do still have a couple roster spots. Yeah. So we need to figure out how yeah. uh, how they will get filled. So we'll it's talk it. about that on the other side. If you haven't thrown us that thumbs up yet. Hit it. What are you waiting for? Go for Drew. Give our friend Drew here a thumbs up. What you doing? You know he wants it. You know you want you want to. Yeah. This man's working hard for them thumbs over here. It's you. Um, and, of course, hit that subscribe button if you aren't subscribed already mm-hmm. to CHGO Sports YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. Big Dave, who do we have next? So uh, Baby Joey just texted me. <sighs> Baby uh, Spappus? He said he's not a Spappus. That's what <laughs> no, he said. He okay. said he's not a Spappus. Okay. He said, but it is a word. Maybe he's going to start using it now. He's going to try it out, see how it goes. So see how the young people you. respond to yeah, it? Yeah, see how I get back to All him right. on that, man. You know what I mean? What if we create the new cool, hip, young person word? <laughs> I don't know about we, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who read Spapp. I read it so you get the credit because I read it. That's how it works. <laughs> how, oh, my God. You read the comments from now on. <laughs> Great, I'll take all the credit. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he just don't understand. Look at him. He had to throw one. I'm glad Drew is here for that oh, to wow. see it live. You see, how they, wow. you see the range? See the skill he right got there? distance on that, man. Yes, he does, man. He's a very skilled individual because they never understood. Never understood. They ain't get it. Why? Why? Are these glasses so damn expensive? Why, Steven? Tell me why. I don't know why. You don't get it. Nobody does. You know who else don't get it? Shady Rays. They don't understand. They got your back on it. They said, we don't get it, so we're going to do something about it. Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company, offers that world-class product just as good as any expensive pair you ever put on your wonderful face. The durable frames, the extremely clear optics for your outdoor, and as this man right here is about to prove to you, your indoor adventures. Oh, plus also the Matt Pack lost and broken replacements plan. Oh, let's say it was a hat, and it got tossed and thrown over there like that one did, and glasses were on it. It would hit that brick wall, and they would snap in half. Why? Because he's full of rage. And it would do that. But he could send those right back in the Shady Rays, and they would send him a brand-new pair, no questions asked, right back on his face. Wow. And also, let's say you got some glasses that you thought were cool, you thought were smooth, and then you put them on and said, no, they are not. This ain't for me. I want a new pair that ain't with a different style. Send those pair back in the Shady Rays. They would send you the pair of your choice. As long as you do it within 30 days, it is free. No risk when you shop, and they always got your back. So, exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Rays, giving away their best deal of the season. ShadyRays.com is where you go. Use the promo code 
CHGO. Get yourself 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Try it for yourself. The glasses that are rated five stars for over 250,000 people. Because the shady rays, y'all, where the rays are just oh so damn shady. Oh so damn shady. Mm. After you get your very easy, quick, and affordable sunglass shopping done, mm-hmm. you can head on over to Lewis University's website and figure out all the different ways that you can advance your education, mm-hmm. your career, to make a better world around you. Students at Lewis University are just like you. They've got full-time jobs. they got families, kids. They have their full-time sports fandom mm-hmm. that takes up the most time, obviously. That's it. But they still find a way to go back to school and earn a respected degree at Lewis University, mm-hmm. located just 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville. Mm. Lewis is ranked as one of the U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. And of course they are, because they partner with numerous employers for tuition discounts, offer evenings courses, online courses, blended scheduling formats, so you can balance your work life, your family life, your education, and your sports fandom, of course. Mm. Their faculty bring real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. They also offer career support and academic resources for adult students. Maybe you're looking to complete your bachelor's degree, your master's degree, enroll in a professional certificate program. Lewis can help you do all of those things, and they've got all the right programs for you. You can, whatever you want to study, criminal justice, public safety, data science, computer science, cybersecurity, software engineering, mm. AI, mm. digital forensics, mm. business analytics, finance, MBAs, Come project management. Come on. Anything you want. Aviation. Wow. Study it. Get yourself a degree at Lewis University. Mm. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world around you. To learn more, go to lewis.edu, lewisu.edu slash... You can do this. That's lewisu.edu slash. You can do this. All because you can. Long. <laughs> All night long, Dave. That's All right. All night long. Water Study. Boy. That's what that song is about, right? Studying? Yes. All night long. All, All night. night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tide happens. Oh. Tide happens. <laughs> um, Shout out to Colin, who said, Drew, love everything I've heard from you. New favorite guest. Yeah. yeah. True. Wow. That is a mantle. That is. That is. Because sometimes I mean, we, they don't like anything. We've been all kinds of riffraff through here and all kinds of wonderful bulls minds through here. This is true. This is what we do, ladies and gents. This is what we do, man. Drew's, Drew's the new top of the mountain. Hey, that's I appreciate right. you, Colin, for real. Yes. Make sure you're following him, man. Reading all the things he's doing. And At, look what Drew out. did. Give this man a follow. Yes, follow him. Um... Let's get to a few more comments. Just Joe throwing us a super chat. Thank you, Joe. Saying, how about IO and Wood sign-in trade to not pay the luxury tax? So there is that possible avenue. The Bulls could pursue a sign-in trade with outgoing salary mm-hmm. to bring in Christian Wood while still staying on the, under that luxury tax. So long as the sign-in trade was, just as if the Bulls were to sign him as a free agent themselves, a one-year deal. Because okay. that, is the, that is the rule when it comes to using that DPE. Okay. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, for what? I'm, I guess that's my question. Like, if, if the Bulls <laughs> have decided that bringing Io back with all these backup pieces they have is not a top priority, but that maybe Dallas is interested in adding Io to their backcourt and might be willing to strike up some kind of deal that gets you Christian Wood without having to enter the luxury tax to acquire him and add him to your – to your roster, would you be open to such an idea? Uh, 
yeah, I guess I'll, I'll hear it out. <laughs> I think so. I mean, if he keeps you under that luxury tax and provides you with the things that, you know, we already said he can do. I mean, like you said, you have to look at all possibilities. So I'd sit at the table. I'd hear it. Yeah, I, I'd listen to it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, man. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, this is I.O. Yeah. In terms of the risk in bringing Wood in mm -hmm. and knowing that you're letting a guy that could develop into a 10, 11, 12-year vet. Yes. Um, who, you know, is still developing, man. He, he's, he hasn't reached his potential yet. I would be nervous. I would be nervous, but you stay under the tax. Mm -hmm. Again, maybe you slide JFL on, onto the team. You want to try to make this team as 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 good as you can, right? Right, exactly. So that's the reason why you would listen. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, if he, and, and also, you know, he's not one of, a cancer in that locker room. Yeah. You know, he's really light. You know what I mean? And, and I know nothing is guaranteed, but I would have to really, like, sit Christian Wood down <laughs> and be like, look, man. We're bringing you in here to do this job right. and do this job specifically. And we are giving up somebody that we are very fond of. You need to be on your P's and Q's. Come on. Got to give my, him the Dennis Rodman. It still makes my stomach queasy. <laughs> or it would, but. Yeah, man. I also do wonder, in that specific example of Io Christian Wood, sign and trade, what that gap in salaries might be compared to, like, you know, what, what are the Bulls willing to give Christian Wood? Is it close to, uh, close to all of slash most of that DPE number of 10.2 million. Because I like I think the reason that Io is still floating out there is because he has not gotten a, an offer similar to that kind of a number for mm -hmm. an a, you know, annual salary mm -hmm. to then bring back to the Bulls to say match this or don't. I like if you're talking about still staying under the luxury tax, those two numbers can't be all that far apart. Because like the Bulls are already creeping up yeah, on yeah. that luxury tax line. It's right there. So those numbers would have to be real similar. For that to work. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, bless your heart, Nick Madrigal supporter junior in the comments. Somebody's got to think about Drummond. How has Drummond not come up in this conversation about Christian Wood yet? He said, what do you do with Drummond? You're going to play Drummond and Wood together? Foul trouble galore. Uh, not necessarily. I mean, play defense to foul somebody. But like the guy said, it's just the optionality that you have now. Right. Like yeah. the five. You don't, yeah. you don't have to sacrifice shooting. When you bring Drummond in the game. Correct. Now, again, you'd be sacrificing a little more defense if you Correct. put Wood in at the five. But you, there's some ways you can try to compensate this, man. These guys mm -hmm. are smarter than I am. Like, they, they forgot more about basketball than I'll ever learn. So right. I, I got to imagine that if they brought him in, they would do a decent job or have plans in place to try to, to hide his defensive flaws as best they can. I mean, this is the team that is a top five defense who had uh, DeMar DeRozan in their starting lineup. You know what I mean? And – and uh, Zach Levine as well, who I'm not saying is a bad defender, but he's not, you know, making the all-defensive team yet. Mm. So, you know, those are two, you know, average to below-average defenders right there. And combining that, you know, with a, a rotating position at the, um, at the one and Patrick Williams pr pretty much being your best defender and Vooch being your okay defender, and you top five in them out there? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's – so I'm, I'm going to trust the coach and you're right. I got to trust Billy and Mo Cheeks and that staff to know what they're doing if he's going to be brought in here. But it's still just, like you said, it makes my stomach a little queasy, man, <laughs> when I think about this stuff with him, just strictly because of the locker room stuff, man. That, that really, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. But you got to look at it. You got to sit down. You got to talk it through. Yeah. Uh, is there any name that you 
are are keen on right now that we haven't touched on yet, Drew? Talking about maybe guys on vet minimums to round out the Bulls roster. If Io's not back, if Carly Jones is back, then that means the Bulls still have three roster spots to fill on their 15. Mm-hmm. I, I know I saw some people in the kind of comments earlier talking about Trenton Watford uh, of the Blazers. That's a name I've heard a lot from Bulls fans recently. I, I know Bulls fans are also obsessed with P.J. Washington. Is there somebody that you think could actually help this team and maybe get some minutes here and there from Billy who's still out there or it could be acquirable without the Bulls doing that thing that they're not allowed to do, apparently, which is pay the luxury tax. <laughs> I feel like P.J. Washington is is not even, like, a realistic option. Mm, I agree. Um, it'd be great, but yeah. I, I don't think it's a realistic, realistic option. Tritton Walford I haven't seen a lot of, but from everything I've heard, he, he'd be more than worth the, the, a flyer mm-hmm. to take on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there, if there was a way they could try to maybe trade, I know there was, there was talk about, possibly trading either Dalen or Andre Drummond mm-hmm. for somebody on a contract that's um, a little bit south of the DPE, mm-hmm. like a Zach Collins or a Mike Muscala, mm-hmm. Isaiah Hardenstein. If, if that could be in play, maybe. But again, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how realistic these options are, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we always have to kind of take with a, a grain of salt this team actually going into the tax. Um, and what these roster spots or what, what the roster construction is going to look like, mm-hmm. um, particularly with Io, because if he accepts that qualifying offer, that takes a nice little chunk <laughs> of what they have remaining in terms of staying under the tax. So, yeah. um, you know, like everybody else, just kind of waiting to see how things play out. Let me ask you um, about the back to the summer league, because um, we talked about JFL. Uh, we didn't really touch on Dalen and, and his performance, and I just kind of wanted to know how you felt about it. Did it – did it give you anything new that watching his game? Because, you know, you saw him struggle in those first few, but then you saw that last game, he clearly got it together and, and had his best game. Did anything he did kind of move the needle on his game for you? No, not really. It kind of reminded me just how far away he is from being a regular rotation player mm-hmm. and just how important it's going to be for him to get in the gym with, with Peter Patton and, and really work on that shot, fine-tune it, mm-hmm. um, get stronger as well. Yeah work on the ball handling, um, and just being able to play, move without the ball. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I think one thing, I, I, didn't, I didn't realize how much improvement there is for him off the ball defensively. Mm-hmm. You know, we know him to be a pretty solid defensive player on, on the ball, the ball. Mm-hmm. but I, I didn't know he kind of had – some more, some more. Um, again, room, room yeah. to grow on that side of the ball. Definitely got lost on something. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was a little surprising to me. Mm-hmm. That was a little surprising to me. But I don't think, I don't, I don't see a lot of playing time for him this season or Julian Phillips. Really, mm. I think Julian Phillips probably has a better shot. Sure. Um, just because the way that he uses his athleticism and he can crash the boards, um, his shot looks pretty good. But Dalen Terry, um, man, he just got a lot of work to do, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to has to fix those weaknesses and do his best to try to turn them into strengths because this team needs, like, very specific things, and mm-hmm. he just is not at that point to deliver them consistently. Great point. Speaking of them needing things, mm-hmm. going back to Craig and Carter, uh, and then we can wrap up, do you feel like the addition of those two players specifically was enough to address the frustration, the biggest frustration, I think, for most Bulls fans last year, which was, can we please get some GD three-point shooters on this team? Do you think, think that that is enough of – a good job addressing that specific problem for the team that had the lowest three-point volume in the NBA last season. Yes. Yeah? Yes, because I don't think these are guys who are going to be gun-shy or, or be record-scratching. 
No. You know? I like that. <laughs> like the Ayo Sumus and the Patrick Williamses, the Derrick Jones Juniors, the Devontae Greens. Like, you've replaced those guys who are all good in their own right, in their own ways, but now you have – you bring in two guys who are going to willingly shoot the ball and not turn down these looks because a lot of times that's not the right basketball play. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you want to be unselfish – but in being unselfish and turning down good looks, you make it so much harder mm-hmm. on the team, on Zach Levine, on DeMar DeRozan. You leave these guys to, like, you know, you're leaving them with grenades at the end of shot clocks, man. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think it definitely will improve this, this, uh, this roster. That's right. Improvement mm. is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking of improving the Bulls roster, uh, Leonidas in the comments Ooh, just really? has a great, simple Leonidas solution. The Bulls should go after Luka so Doncic, good. guys. Why not? Problem solved. Duh. I mean, what are you waiting for? Leonidas and it feels so good. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that was all. Right. That was a poll. Thank you very much. Uh, before your, boy we get out of here, your boy Skill. Drew, please share with our uh, viewing and listening audience out there in Bulls Nation where they can find all the great work that you and your various crews do, whether it's the bigs, on tap, rebuildable. Show the people where they can find you. Man, just look for us on Twitter, man. Look what you did for me, the Rebuildable Podcast for uh, me and Matt Gentile, uh, the Bigs, mm-hmm. our guys over there, Eugene and, and Terrence. Shout out, Josh. Jada Mack, Josh Hicks, Brandon Collier, mm-hmm. John Alexander, great team over there, and ONTAP Sportsnet as well. Just check us out on the net, man. Yeah. Um, these, these guys putting in some good work, man. It's not just me. And also, because he won't say it, man, this is a phenomenal writer over here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's a really, really, really good writer. Please read what he's writing out there. Really skilled young man, bro. Like, for real. Incredibly talented, as y'all just saw. (laughs) As you just saw. (laughs) There it is. Mm -hmm. At Look What Drew Did to give him a follow on Twitter. Check out the Rebuildable Pod. Check out ONTAP Sportsnet's Bulls Mm -hmm. coverage as well as the Bigs. It's the Bigs. It's the Bigs. Uh, That's it for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Mm. Thank you. And also, of course, shout out. To our friend and producer, Steven. Shout out. Whose who's dating profile I need to take a good One hard week. look at right now. One week, Steven. Got to bump up. Got to bump stomach. up the matches on that Iron dating stomach. profile. Iron stomach. Iron stomach. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> and we are keeping this fun week of Will the Goats gone, so we're having guests rolling tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Earlier start time tomorrow than normal, 1.30 Central Time, here in studio with mm-hmm. our former babysitter slash friend, Kendall Gill. Mm-hmm. You're in studio. Right here. Tune in for that. We will see you then. Until until then, look what Drew did. Is Drew Stevens' Twitter handle. Big Dave is at Bow, BWL wow. Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are CSGO underscore Bulls. Thanks for tuning in. Give Drew that thumb if you haven't done it yet. Do it. We will talk to you tomorrow. See you right. Be good. Peace. <laughs>